Hello and welcome to the Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Zach Del Turk. I'm an executive consultant here at the Center for Victory. And today we have the one and only Eric Guy back for part two. And, and, and in this month, we're talking about giving, generosity, and gratitude. So we hope you, you guys enjoy. But today we're going to be focusing on part two of your book. That's coming out here, hopefully, in the next couple weeks. And <laughs> hopefully. 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 If not, that's good. Yeah, it'll, it'll be coming <laughs> up. But we're, we're talking about giving. Your right. book is all about giving. So let's start off with this. Mm-hmm. How does giving change our mindsets? That's a great question. I mean, the biggest thing that it does is when you start giving, it takes you from a, a really a mindset of scarcity uh, to that of abundance. And... And we mentioned it just a little bit in that first podcast, uh, the beginning of uh, a couple of days ago, but really going from fear to love. I mean, a lot of people, when we look at it, we spend our lives in, in this fear-based mentality. If people want to move to more of a love-based mentality, um, you know, it it really behooves you to be a giver. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kind of isn't, isn't optional. Um there, you know what's funny about this is, you know, being that that my background is in social work and things, and I've worked with a lot of families, and I've worked in a lot of uh, residential settings. I've been overseas and and worked with a lot of kids that have experienced trauma, uh, especially around food or not having enough. Mm. So they didn't they didn't get enough. So what happens with these kids typically is when they, you know, they get adopted or put into foster care when you don't have enough, you. You just keep consuming. And the fear that most parents and foster families have and professionals have is, well, they're never going to stop eating, right? They're just going to get, they're just going to get fat and, you know, they're not going to be healthy. And what, what we've done, and it's just a simple technique, but it goes hand in hand with what you're talking about, is once, one of the techniques we've used is once that kid is absolutely full at the dinner table, you just take another spoon, right, and put it on their plate. And what that does in their mind after a couple weeks is they slow down. They realize that they actually don't have to, there's going to be enough. And it shifts their mindset. And they they, they might not be able to articulate it because it happens with really small kids too. But I've seen it happen with small kids. I've seen it happen with with teenagers. It's just incredible. Okay, because when we we hold it back, they just want more. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of how our society is. But... um, but it's the same way that works for us, that we need a mindset of abundance, that there's always enough. And that's what giving does. It starts to work in our life. The more you give, you know, uh, the, the more you get back. And you start to see it that way. You don't see things in scarcity mm-hmm. ways, you know. And, and if you watch the news, scarcity sells. I mean, whoa, really? We live in the richest country in the world. Yeah. And we're so much of a scarcity mindset and if we just started giving a little bit more what we would do not only would it change in our mind where we go from scarcity to abundance but it starts to impact our lives we start to become happier we start to become more successful um it even enriches our relationships it makes your relationships better nobody wants somebody like a stingy scrooge around right yeah. yep. everybody loves a giver yep. everybody wants to be friends with a giver yeah. right right for sometimes <laughs> the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah. but i um, mean but but 
not only does it impact your relationships, I think it impacts your relationships in a good way because the more you're around givers, the more that, uh, that other people give and you start, you know, you start just yeah. giving more as a collective group. That is so powerful to think about that first um, example you brought up about people who are adopted and mm -hmm. the scarcity that comes around that. I've never, I've never in a million years would I guess that if you would just give them more and more and more. They have to be consistent with yeah. it. You can't be fear-based with it. You just got to give it and wait for it to happen. But sometimes it would literally be after a week, after a couple weeks, wow. after a month. But it just like we get so much tied into their scarcity that we, we, we perpetuate the thing that we want to prevent. You know, that's so true because I remember growing up, my parents would never have sweets in the house. Uh -huh. And my, my Aunt Beth and Uncle Ken, they <laughs> lived two minutes away. And I would run over to their house every single day and they had Ho-Ho's and Nutty Buddy bars. Ooh, and I would eat, just sit in the closet and eat those things. <laughs> But it's because I never knew if they were going to be there tomorrow. Because my mom and dad never allowed me. <laughs> I hope your mom doesn't watch this. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about how giving uh, can change your mindset, right? How can giving play? How can giving be a uh, play a part of your overall health? Wait, and and I, want, I kind of want to back up because okay. I, I have I had two great examples of giving okay. and, and somebody and some people that were were happy now i've had more than two but the the two that stick out the most were both of my grandmothers i mean because they i wouldn't say that they had a lot mm -hmm. um, but they gave a lot um, and what do you mean by that was it financial time resource attention energy you know in different ways mm -hmm. i mean i just remember my you know both of them were very uh very religious and mm -hmm. so they they always tied tied regardless of what whatever they had yep. and and i saw that i saw them do it I, I don't think they they wanted necessarily wanted me to see that but i i'm, I'm always been a watcher i'm yep. not just the observe that sounds weird doesn't it i've yeah. been a watcher <laughs> kind of like a stalker like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, to, but to be an observer like i always i always saw them and when they they never did it with reluctance i mean they wow. just gave and gave and, and they gave of their time um you know both of them i've always talked to i mean the one um my m one grandmother just passed away this year and she just gave up up until the time she she died she was always a giver i mean just knitting things for 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 children in the mm -hmm. hospital just anything they were you know and I, I didn't even know how much they gave until she passed away wow. it was just incredible they were just always always givers um so with that in mind you know what it does to our mindset and what i saw in them is that you don't worry like yep. they were never worried about anything even though they didn't have much they were just they were happy and they brought that happiness into to my life and you know you see people that have so much and they're miserable mm -hmm. I, I really believe this because they don't give mm -hmm. right they just hoard but there's scientific data so and I always say, you know, I'll put it in Eric terms. When we give, we get high. Like, uh, let's get high together. Yeah, right? Why not? Right. But it, it really, it's it's referred to as a helper's high. It really is a, a scientific fact. You can look it up. It's it's just a physical sensation associated with helping others. 
Um, what's cool about it is it's just nature's built-in reward system. And, and there's some things, you know, that studies have found that the health benefits associated with giving to think about. I mean, lower blood pressure, increased self-esteem, less depression, uh, lower stress levels, greater happiness, and longer life. Hmm. I mean, you know, my grandmother was, you know, 89 years old. And when she passed away, she was bit married for 70 years and she was happy. You know, so maybe it has an impact, that, yeah, you know, yeah. of being given, but it really does uh, impact our health. And it can impact it in big ways while, when we're given. Yeah. So, you know, you talk a little bit about your, you saw your grandparents giving. Mm -hmm. What happens to those people who never saw or had the example of somebody who was a giver? What are some of the first steps that that person can do to create that legacy and create a new blessing within their life and their family? Um, well, most people want more. We want success. We want joy. We want happiness. And that's what we help people work on. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing to, to want. I'm just, if you want more, then give more. Mm -hmm. And and that could be little things. It, could, it doesn't have to be money all the time. People just rush to money all the time and resources in their head. It could be time. It could be of, of your labor, you know, if you're really good at something, you know, just being able to do that. You know, I, I can't fix anybody's car, but I can certainly listen, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I mean, you just told me a story the, this morning before we started recording about, you know, how you just were there for somebody that you don't know real well, and you just listen for 45 minutes. I mean, mm -hmm. right? It, it was good to, to be doing that. and. You know, I'd say if you if you want to start small, just over the next thirty days, just start with with really small things. I mean, it could be a smile, and it, you don't know how that impacts somebody. I got a, I have another story here. You know, last last week I was traveling, and I, I went through Atlanta, and I went into the Delta Sky Club. This is a paid promotion. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. But I was I was exhausted. I mean, I had been on the road for a couple of days, and I was exhausted. I think it was nine thirty at night, just waiting for another hour to get my plane back to Pittsburgh. And I hear this lady's voice as I walked in, and I didn't know where it was coming from because I was so tired. I think yeah. She's like, "Sir, over here!" And I looked behind me. It was her. She was smiling, and I smiled back at her. And she said, you're a little bit tired. I said, I'm a lot of bit tired. Yeah, yeah. And she said, I just love your smile. And um, I, I went in, got something to, to eat, and I was coming back through to my plane. And I was going out the door, and I said, see you, bye. She said, wait a second. And, uh, you know, it, it just it touched my heart because she said, come here, young man. One, that was beautiful. <laughs> she and, and she said, I just want you to go home. Uh, if your mother's still around, tell her she did a really good job raising Aww. you. She said, I love your smile. Wow. So it was just that one thing. And what's, what was funny, she said, come here and give me a hug. I hugged her over no, the camera. No, no. <laughs> it, it was such a great moment, but it's still, you know, here we're, we're on, I'm still telling a story a week yeah. and a half later. Yeah. I don't know her name, but I absolutely just, uh, you know, I fell in love with the person that she is. But she gave me that, and it was just a back and forth, and I got filled up. And, and you know what's funny about that? I was so filled up. You know, I usually fall asleep on a plane. I fall asleep all the way up, and I was tired. So, it, you know, it was good. But, yeah, 
it, over the next 30 days, just small. Yep. It could be a smile, it could be just you know, some comforting, whatever it might be. Small things, big difference. Small things, big difference. Look at you, man. Look at you with these. How do you get to a mile <laughs> one step at a time? Just fill it with this morning. Fill it. So as we finish up, give us some, some highlights, some bullet points that people can take and really apply to their, their day-to-day lives. Yeah. Uh, number one, shift your mindset. You know, go from, from consumer to creator. Uh, if you want to feel better, Give better. Mm, okay? That's good. Uh, don't expect anything in return. It's going to come, but don't expect it. You know, give give from a place of, of love. And then lastly, start small. small. Uh, remember, giving, as I said in the last podcast, giving is the spice of life. Uh, if you want to be successful, happy, and joyful, just give. That's awesome. And I want to leave you guys with this quote by Winston Churchill. He says this, We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we can give. Oh, that's good. That is so good. So thank you guys so much for staying tuned to our Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. Leave a comment in the section below. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are about giving. You can also hit that notification bell. That will let us. Uh, that will let you know when we have new videos coming on. But you can also follow us on all of our social medias at Center for Victory. You can also go to our website at centerforvictory.com. And we want to leave with you leave you with this quote we'll say it together (laughs) wherever you're at whatever you're doing make this your best day yet see you